everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. This is a special episode, bonus episode that we are doing where we are talking about Marry Me that came out this weekend. And also our favorites of, of Jennifer Lopez. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and YouTuber Sean Jackson is here. Hi, Rachel. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Perfect day to talk about some J-Lo romantic comedies. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. And hopefully you all got a chance to watch the movie. We're trying not to be too spoilery, but I mean, it's a rom-com. We all know what happens. That's not too... uh, But you can watch it in theaters or on Peacock. And, uh, and I think it's in their, in their free, I don't think it's behind a paywall on Peacock. So definitely check it out. Uh, if you have Peacock and Sean, thanks so much for coming in. And why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me first and foremost. Uh, my name is Sean Jackson and I am the creator of lost in the real on YouTube and I cover all things film and television, but my strongest suit is Hidden Gems. Uh, so I love to talk about movies and TV that uh, people might not have heard about, but that mm-hmm. I love and have a passion for. Uh, but of course, I love my blockbusters uh, and romantic comedies as well. Mm-hmm. So definitely like to talk about those. Uh, but yeah. Well, one of these days we'll have to have you on for a true Hallmark episode and get introduce you to some Hallmark hidden gems. Yes, that would I would be love that. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, yeah, in general, you're you would would you describe yourself as a rom com fan or like you're hit and miss on the genre? I am hit and miss on the genre. I just feel like there hasn't been a lot mm-hmm. of really great romantic comedies that land both in the romance and with the comedy. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, though, was actually a really nice surprise for romantic mm-hmm. comedies because we got Marry Me as well as uh, I Want You Back, which was mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime, which I also quite liked. Yeah, I loved I Want You Back. I thought it was so funny. And if y'all want to hear my thoughts on I Want You Back, we had, I I covered it with my friend Natasha Alvar that aired on Valentine's Day or today. Uh, And we also talked about the Book of Love, which was also new to Amazon Prime uh, this week. It it was less successful, but (laughs) it's still fun to cover. Um, So check that out if you want to hear more about either of those movies but yeah all of a sudden it's like rom-coms are back i'm so excited i mean yeah. for for a while you could find them on netflix and of course on hallmark channel but uh but in the theaters it's been a long time since we've had a a, a real rom-com yeah i don't know what happened but all of a sudden hollywood just decided we're gonna stop making romantic comedies i guess they yeah. they, they weren't doing well or whatnot, but it it is really nice to see a romantic comedy back in the cinema. Well, I mean, that's one thing that Hallmark did that was so smart is that, I mean, for over two, over two decades, uh, Hollywood has basically been making movies for like 17 to 25 year old boys. Mm. And and Hallmark saw that and they're like, yes, (laughs) so we are going to make, we're going to make movies for women and we're going to make cute rom-coms, sweet rom-coms. And uh, especially at Christmas, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people went there because you couldn't find them other places. Exactly. Give the people what they want. Not like mm-hmm. our society is not just, you know, uh, 
like you said, 15 to 18 year old boys. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's this impression that a rom-com is easy to make, or certainly that a Hallmark movie is easy to make, but it's, I mean, trust me, you see as many as I do, you know, that's very much not true. Yes. It is a, it is an art to getting all of the dynamics right and getting that banter right and making it, you know, a satisfying story. Yeah, absolutely. Finding the right balance, like I was saying, of, you know, that romance that makes you feel something between the two characters falling in love, but also Mm -hmm. landing that comedy. uh, It's not easy. No, no. Well, and it was exciting to see both Jennifer Lopez in Marry Me and then next month to see Sandra Bullock back. Yes. In the Lost City. I am thrilled. (laughs) And uh, with Jennifer Lopez, she has not made a romantic comedy uh, unless you count second act, which isn't really a romance. Uh, So I wouldn't count that. But uh, but she hasn't made a rom-com since 2012. And that was an ensemble. What to expect when you're expecting. Yeah. And then been that long. Yeah, and then the the last solo she's done, rom-com, was the backup plan in 2010. So it's been wow. over a decade. So welcome back. Welcome back, J-Lo. We missed you. <laughs> Jen, really missed her. And uh, so let's talk about this movie, Marry Me. The yes. summary is when music superstars Kat Valdez and Bastion are getting married for global audience of fans, Uh, Kat learns seconds before her vows that Bastion has been unfaithful. She decides to marry Charlie, a stranger in the crowd instead. And so overall, what did you think about this movie? Um, I really, really liked it. I've already watched it twice now. um, And I plan on watching it again. It's one of those movies. I don't know if it does everything correct. And I really don't think it lands the comedy aspect of romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just had a smile from ear to ear the entire movie. Uh, So I I think it's a win for Jennifer Lopez, definitely. Yeah. And I I also enjoyed it. I thought it was sweet. Uh, It seems like people are super high on it, which maybe Mm -hmm. shows the fact that we just haven't been getting this content. So it's like, uh, you know, when you... (laughs) <laughs> when, you're, when you're deprived yeah, and you finally get it you're like deprivation of romantic comedy <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but so i do think it has its its flaws which we'll talk about but i overall thought it was sweet and i i oh. thought the music was really good oh yeah uh, and that was a thing to the music nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> that was a surprise i mean not that i expected it to be bad it was just more there was more music and it mm-hmm. was better than i expected Definitely. I was definitely, I was not expecting it to be as music forward as it is. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a musical, but it, it could kind mm-hmm. of be called a musical. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it had a, a lot of songs, good songs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, you know, they had the sort of long montages that if, if you don't like <laughs> the music, then those will probably be kind of painful, but I exactly. didn't like music. So. <laughs> Um, I think it was a pretty good example of almost a royal movie, even Mm -hmm. though she's not technically a royal, but she's like a superstar. It's kind of similar, you know, it's kind of a type of thing like you've seen in a lot of different movies with the commoner kind of dating the royal, um, you know, all going all the way back to Roman holiday. And uh, I think that or even the bodyguard for like a more thriller uh, element of this kind of story. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I always, in, or a lot of times I enjoy that trope. It's fun to see sort of the, the ordinary guy and the, and the princess relationship. Yeah, it's like being able to live out a, a, a fantasy almost. And mm-hmm. that's what a lot of this felt like with the costumes and like when, like when she went out on stage, everything just felt like a fantasy and the audience is almost like a, uh, Owen Wilson is like a surrogate for the audience basically to live vicariously through him and him being thrust into this world of fame and fortune and uh, I was here for all of it yeah and I I think why the film succeeds is that Kat Valdez could have come off as a very like one note diva almost and I think Jennifer Lopez was really able to inject a lot of heart into this character yeah and she is absolutely the only person that could play this part do you agree yeah because I mean, it feels, it's such an outlandish idea, but it feels Mm -hmm. believable with her because she has been married so many times and Mm -hmm. she has had so many long-term relationships that are basically almost like a marriage, you know, kind of thing. And so it, and she's, she's married her dancer, backup dancers in the past. I mean, she's, she's had these, these relationships. And so it feels believable that, she would do this to me. Right. Even though, like you said, I mean, this is one outrageous plot, but it works. Like it, it, I was never like, wow, this, this is just is ridiculous. This would never happen. It felt real, Mm -hmm. even though it is extremely outlandish. Now I didn't realize until after I saw the movie that Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson have been in a movie together already. Did you know that? No. They're in Anaconda together. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. I almost picked Anaconda for my top three. I it's fun. It's a that is movie. A, another ridiculous movie in a completely different way, but right. yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh what did you think of their chemistry? And I say this in my review, I I think that they did lack a little bit of chemistry, unfortunately. And I, I just think that anybody could have played Charlie, yeah. uh, Owen Wilson's character. Uh, I do think Owen Wilson has this boyish everyman charm about him that works. But their chemistry, I... I I, I liked both of them, but together I never felt that passion. So uh, that was lacking, but I also did care about each of the characters separately enough that I was invested mm-hmm. in them getting together. Yeah, I felt like she honestly had more chemistry with Bastion played oh. by Maluma. Oh, yeah. And, you, and see, so, you see Jennifer Lopez and Maluma together, it's like fiery passion. Yeah. <laughs> and so when you're trying to, you're supposed to kind of hate him, but because they've got still got that spark, even later on into the movie, it's it's hard to, I don't know, it's hard to hate him as much as you're supposed to. Yeah. and And I actually, this is one thing that I did like about the movie is, Yes, he's a you know kind of like a playboy villain, but he's not like over like over the top uh, evil or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He did cheat on her, and that's you know absolutely terrible what he did and how she found out. Um, but there was never a moment where I'm like, could they not get back together? And he just like changes his ways. 
I just think it made it harder to get super invested in her and Owen Wilson when you're seeing this great chemistry. It just made it point out the lack of chemistry. Agreed. Even more so. Absolutely. And so I think that was a problem. Uh, and I also think that the supporting players were a little lacking. I mean, that's yeah. a big thing in rom-coms. Um, I, I didn't really like Sarah Silverman's character. No. I didn't quite get it. I mean, she's just, I guess, supposed to be the funny lesbian, but like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I was very confused about Sarah Silverman in this movie because I never understood her really her friendship with Charlie and uh, why they were such great friends. And like, no one really came like had like the spotlight at all. Like John Bradley as the agent, you know, he was just in Moonfall uh, (laughs) as the comedic relief. We all know how that went. Yeah. Uh, He's had a rough couple of weeks. I I never heard of this person before this month. And I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like he was a, a, a substitute James Corden. Couldn't you yeah, have totally I seen James Corden? That. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So John Bradley, you know, kind of just a throwaway character. Uh, so yeah, you're right. The supporting, I didn't really think about that, but the supporting players here, no one really shined at all. Also with the daughter who I think Chloe Coleman is just absolutely great. She is I a really yeah. good child actress. But I felt like they kind of brought her into the story whenever it was convenient and then would forget about her for long stretches. Like, yeah, like all of a sudden he's, he's marrying somebody in front of this huge crowd, which includes his daughter. And just as like a favor to be nice, I guess. And in the end, then uh, a while later, he's like, well, wait, what about my daughter? I'm like, shouldn't you have thought of that like 15 yeah. minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point. Uh, I, I do really like the scene when uh, Cap Valdez comes into the classroom and, you know, uh, his daughter, mm-hmm. is, you know, she's really shy, but she's like a great mathlete. And I like the whole, you know, bringing in dance to feel more comfortable. Um, I think that really worked. It's one of the scenes that I just was just smiling so much. I was like, I love this. Um, mm-hmm. So I did really like the daughter, but. You're right. She definitely was only there when it was convenient. Mm -hmm. The other two points, I thought the movie didn't really understand social media as well as it, uh, as well as it thought it did. There is no way a celeb with the supposed star power of, of this cat Valdez with Jennifer Lopez basically is managing her own social media and still doing like cheap promos for Vitamix. Like that's (laughs) not going to happen. Like maybe she might have her own line of blenders, maybe, you know, something like that. I could see like a JLo, like the Kardashians, you don't have the Kardashian, everything. I could see that or like a a more B level celebrity doing stuff like that or going on QVC or something like that and, and promoting jewelry or whatever. But like the way that they portrayed the social media, was just not accurate to somebody that's on the level that they're pretending she is. Yeah, that's a really good point. It That's n- never something that bothered me, but it is a really good point. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to make a movie about like social media and this social media event where they get married, it's like maybe understand how it works before you revolve a whole movie around it. 
Yeah, because there's supposed to be this contrast between this history teacher who like doesn't know how to use a smartphone and and like this you know star who's obsessed with social media and always wanted to record everything. Mm-hmm. And I I just don't think that's the reality, you know, of how it would work, but it's a rom-com. It's fine. Like none of these are deal breakers. I just uh and the other thing was I did not understand why didn't she have a key to her house? What was with that whole scene? I I also wondered that. And it was one of those moments in the movie where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let logic be thrown out the window for this because it's not making any sense, but I'm just going to go with it. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I mean, I guess they were trying to say that her assistants do everything for her. Yeah. But I still feel like she would have a key to her house. (laughs) Yeah. That, that didn't land at all. (laughs) But other than that, it was it was cute and the ending was cute and uh, you know if you're I would if it was me I would say go watch I want you back if you can handle the mature content it's an R-rated mm-hmm. film go watch that and then watch Marry Me and certainly if you are comparing it to the typical rom com that we get on streaming you know like your kissing booth and you know stuff like that that's garbage mm-hmm. and this is way better than oh, any of yeah. that. No, no comparison. It's, it's, you know, Marry Me to me, I actually watched it exactly how I watched, uh, I Want You Back first. And then I watched Marry Me right after Mm -hmm. kind of a a double feature situation. And I Want You Back delivered on the comedy, like to it, like it was a hilarious film. And then I watched this and this gave me like the ooey gooey feels that I want in a romantic uh, film. So I kind of got the whole package watching these two together. And one last point I'll say about marry me is that it almost feels like this epic romantic comedy almost. It's just on such a grand scale. And I just feel like we haven't seen any romantic comedies like that in a yeah. while. They're very low key, very low budget. So yeah. it just feels really good to have something like this on such a large scale. I, I completely agree. I feel like the last large scale film romantic comedy, and there's probably others that I'm not thinking of, but mm. I feel like the last one was Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's the last one I think of that I was like, this large ensemble cast and it's just so, you know, immaculate production design and costumes mm-hmm. and, you know, so it just, it feels really good to see, yeah. uh, you know, some money put towards something like this. Yeah, that was four years ago. Oh, so, wow. Time more passes. please. More please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I just think that Jennifer Lopez is a really charismatic star and uh, it's just even a medium level romantic comedy is very enjoyable in my books. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. you know, you put JLo at the forefront and you know, I know there's some haters out there for JLo, but to me, First and foremost, I'm so inspired by her drive as a person and uh, as just a career woman. I think she's incredible in that regard. But also, yeah. I think she brings such uh, heart and humanity to all of her roles. Uh, but also, like, the strength uh, and confidence, mm-hmm. too. So I just think, to me, J-Lo is the, the whole package. And uh, just seeing her in this movie, it just, it made me smile. Yeah. And like I said, the music is also just really enjoyable. So if you like music, 
mm-hmm. based something like if you like something like music and lyrics, I would say yes. it's a good comparison to this one. For me, I, I was thinking um, the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good comparison. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family please consider and we will love you forever go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies that's patreon.com slash hallmarkies let's talk about our favorite jennifer lopez films yes round off this episode so we each picked three uh and not marry me um and uh why don't you go first what is your first choice so I, I originally didn't have any JLo romantic comedies in my list. I'm like, that's, we, we need to have one of her romantic comedies in there. Um, and so the one that I was thinking of, and this is more of a romance, but it was uh, Shall We Dance uh, mm-hmm. with Richard Gere and Susan Sarandon. Um, I love this movie. I also love dancing movies just as Me I, too. Oh, we I, should do a <laughs> dancing movie episode. <laughs> Um, and this one really stands out to me it's it's more of a a mature adult romantic film um i really liked it but i decided i had to go with the wedding planner just because i classic it's one of those romantic comedies i don't think it's that good but it's one of the first romantic comedies uh that i saw when i was younger that has really stuck with me and I think her and Matthew McConaughey have such a wonderful chemistry with each other. So I just, I had to go with that one. It's a fun one. You do have to buy that somebody as beautiful as Jennifer Lopez is sitting at home playing Scrabble on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> also, don't they, he, doesn't he only eat the brown M&Ms? Yes. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I mean, especially if you consider those brown M&M's ads. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but no, I mean, this one's fun. It tries to bring in some of the humor, you know, yes. sort of with like the whole statue scene is very silly when she gets her her shoe caught in the manhole covering and, you know, just some some slapstick almost style antics they bring yeah. in, which I appreciate. Exactly. And it's like that for the first time I was really introduced to jennifer lopez uh as an actress uh so Mm -hmm. you know not showing off a whole lot of range in this movie but uh still (laughs) i you know my first introduction to her i had to put it on the list and it's hard when you have these rom-coms where they are with another person because you don't want your lead character to be basically emotionally cheating Mm -hmm. uh you know and that makes it harder to buy into your romance because like we don't want this we don't want our heroine to be with this guy who's cheating on his fiance. No. Uh, you know, that that's tough. 
Uh, but uh, but they do a, a pretty a pretty good job in this yeah. one with with that dynamic. I do have to say about Shall We Dance? Uh, have you ever seen the Japanese the original Japanese film? I have not. No, it's so good. Okay, it's, I will definitely have to watch yeah, it. You should you should watch it. It's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> good but, to know. Yeah. So that's the only reason I I've kind of I never warmed up to the Jennifer Lopez one is because I love the Japanese one. It's it's so good and it has so much to say about particularly uh the the work culture in Japan at the time at least. Oh, okay. You know, where people were kind of required to uh to give of like kind of their everything they would give all of their time all of their even after work go out with the with the guys you know like you couldn't mm. uh that was all sort of expected and i don't know how things have changed or anything but it, at the time and the uh the man he sees uh the the woman dancing in the window and mm. it's just kind of like this ray of hope for this whore he hates his, you know so miserable so unhappy and Aww. so he starts taking dancing lessons and it just makes him happy. And it, I just love the, the, the whole message of the, the movie. It's, it's great. So you should check it out. Yeah. I'll definitely watch the Japanese version. That's the mm -hmm. difficult thing about always, you know, adapting these uh, foreign films. I feel like the U S version is just never <laughs> anywhere close as good as the original. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's true. It really is. I'm just dreading when they're going to do like a parasite remake or, you know, oh, please no, <laughs> you know, it's coming. I mean, <laughs> no, it is. Um, we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies merch store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Well, my first is one of her first acting roles, and it is Selena. Yes. Uh, yes. So this uh, is 1997, and she plays Selena. Uh, of course, the, the tragic biopic of, of uh, Selena, who uh, was murdered at i think 27 so sad so early in her life and uh just when she was just about to make her english uh, her us uh debut uh, and they just do a really great job of uh telling her story i actually hadn't seen this until last year it was on my blind spot from last year uh, blind spot series I do every month on my blog where I watch a movie that's you know praised or a cult classic or something like that and I, I I that I haven't seen and then I watch and review it every month I do one. Oh, I love that I know and it's really fun 
And uh, so I watched it last year and I really enjoyed it. I thought, I mean, it's very sad, enjoy mm -hmm. a sad movie, but I thought it was very well done. Uh, Edward James almost as great as her dad. Yes. And uh, the, the, even though she's not actually singing, she's lip syncing. I think they did a very good job with it. Uh, there's, I mean, they could have made, I think Yolanda a little bit more interesting, like the way they handle her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I, I thought it was, it was really good. So. Yeah. I love Selena and I think that I don't, I'm just not the biggest biopic person. And this mm -hmm. is one of the few biopics that I think really works. Mm -hmm. And uh, definitely another uh, one that I saw when I was younger that has stuck with me. Um, so I think that's a great pick. And have you seen the, the Netflix Selena no, series? No, I, I heard not good things from my friends, uh, from yeah, Chris, it was Maldonado. <laughs> yeah. My friend Kristen and then Larry also didn't like it. So <laughs> yeah, it's especially when you have such a great biopic, like the Jennifer Lopez one mm -hmm. and then to redo it and I get it. It definitely deserves like the series format. But mm -hmm. that was just such a disappointment compared yeah. uh, to the 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 nineties version. Or did it come out in the two thousands? Uh oh, the um. Let's see. When is nineteen ninety seven? Nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. So definitely not as good as as the movie. I wouldn't yeah. stick to watching that one. <laughs> so what is your next pick? My next pick is definitely not a romantic comedy. Uh, it is uh, Tarsem sings the cell. And this movie uh, I saw when it came out. Uh, so I was nine years old. I don't know why I was allowed to watch this when I was nine <laughs> years old, uh, but I did. And it stuck with me and it was very disturbing for me. But seeing it uh, as an adult, I just think it's one of the most visually stunning films ever. Um, it's about a serial killer who uh, is basically he has one final victim and they're trying to find that victim and they have to go into his subconscious to try to figure out where his uh his final victim is being hidden um so really interesting plot very confusing at times but just one of the most visually stunning films i've ever mm -hmm. seen i have never seen this one so that's it sounds really interesting yeah, it is. And Tarsem has had a very, unfortunately, very up and down career in Hollywood. But he has another film with Lee Pace that came out a couple years after The Cell called The Fall. And it oh, is yeah. one of my favorite films of all time. Um, and it just has his very distinct visual flair using lots of practical effects, uh, to create almost otherworldly type visuals. So, um, I think he's amazing. I'd love to see him have a, have a comeback, but the, the cell is a great film. Cool. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, my next pick is, I do think probably her best rom-com, uh, it's made in Manhattan oh, and this it. is basically a Cinderella story. Uh, you know, the she's the she's a maid at a hotel and uh, she uh, through various controversies uh, this uh, politician ends up thinking that she is wealthy and she kind of plays along and goes along with it uh, and uh, of course it then eventually she has to reveal that she's actually the maid and uh, it's it's cute all the other maids are a lot of fun 
I, I don't think that her and Ray Fiennes have the best chemistry. No. I, I feel like they have a hard time matching J-Lo for some reason with somebody that's equal, she has equal chemistry with. Agreed. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess Matthew Connie would be the one that she had the yeah. most chemistry with of any of these rom-coms. Um, and, uh, but it's cute. Stanley Tucci's fun in it. Natasha yes. Richardson's in it. Uh, it's kind of similar. I would say it's kind of similar to marry me. Just a cute story of normal person falls in love with a fancy person. <laughs> yeah. And I think I love that you brought up Natasha Richardson and Stanley Tucci, because that's the definition of having supporting players really shine mm-hmm. in a romantic comedy. And I, I made Manhattan such a sweet film. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your next pick? My, my number one, favorite Jennifer Lopez movie. And oh my goodness, when I saw this movie, I freaked out because it was just so good to see Jennifer Lopez have just this, her moment finally uh, on the screen again. And that is a very R-rated movie, uh, but it is Hustlers. Mm -hmm. And I uh, will be very discreet when we talk about this movie, but (laughs) some professional dancers. Yes. who uh, kind of, it's like a crime story, like a get rich scheme almost, kind of taking down the man and uh, taking hold of their own life. And uh, I just, I love this movie. And Jennifer Lopez gives such a dynamic electric performance in here. Uh, I think she was robbed of an Oscar nomination. I will stick by that. Mm -hmm. And just such a fun, exciting, fast paced uh, crime uh, thriller. So I, I love it. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. It's been a while since I saw it, but I I think they they do wander away from the from the hustler, I guess, uh, plot as, uh, quite a bit, and it's a little bit less effective when it's kind of wandering away. But I still overall really enjoyed it. Gemma Chan is really yes. uh, good in it, and um, yeah, the whole the whole cast and. Uh, they 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 do a tricky thing because on one hand they're kind of un, you know unlikable what they do is you know sort of unlikable but mm-hmm. they 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 do a good job of kind of still making you root for complicated characters i would say yeah i think they do a really good job of humanizing uh, the yeah. women in the film and also yes they're doing a bad thing but they're also doing a bad thing to people who have done wrong to them in the first mm-hmm. place so uh, i think that uh, the kind of that moral ambiguity kind of yeah works. yeah it's kind of similar in some ways i would say to promising a young woman yes in the sense that you have this kind of just toxic situation that that creates toxic behavior on on a, a our for our characters that drives them to this. And uh, exactly. I think, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it is not homework approved though. So if you no. don't watch mature content, don't watch it. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, my last pick, it's not my favorite of these three. I just kind of had them in random order, but I do think it's an underrated film. Uh, it is uh, Jersey girl from 2004. Oh. This is by Kevin Smith. And this didn't get very good reviews. People didn't like it. Uh, but I thought it was really sweet. I don't quite mm-hmm. know why people didn't like it. Um, but it's got 
Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. He's a widower with his daughter and his daughter is a, is, is a, going to be in a production of Sweeney Todd, which is hilarious whenever <laughs> that happens. That. It's so cute. But it has a really solid supporting cast. It's got George Carlin in here, which is random. Jason Biggs. Um, you know, kind of a lot of uh, Kevin Smith regulars. Um, it has Liv Tyler as his yes. uh, as his ex, his past wife. And um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's really cute. What do you think? Um, I really, really like this movie. Uh, and I just remember when I saw it in theaters being absolutely devastated by the beginning of it because I had no idea what it was about. Uh, so uh, once I got past the devastating uh, opening part, uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's a very sweet film. I think it's a huge departure for Kevin Smith. Um, and it was kind of nice to see him do something different, but still have his uh, brand of humor just toned down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they both got nominated for Razzies for this, and I just don't That's, see it. No. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. There had to have been worse films that came out that year. Yeah. There's certainly worse performances than they ha- have pretty good chemistry. I mean, this compared to Jiggly is, oh. I mean, come on. <laughs> miles, miles different. Yeah. So I, and I think that our audience, the Hallmarkies, I think will, will like this film. I, it, I would agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's got a, it's got a lot of heart and sweet story. And like I said, it's funny. Uh, it's probably on the strong side of PG 13, yes. I would say. So again, if you're if you're real sensitive, then that's not the movie for you. But if you if you don't mind a little mature content, then I think uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. And uh, so there we go. Uh, <laughs> we did it. Well, let us know what your favorite from Jennifer Lopez uh, are. We would love to hear in the comments section or on Twitter. And if you've seen Marry Me, uh, what would you give it? Uh, we, we I guess we should say out of five crowns what would you give uh marry me sean uh i would give it 3.25 crowns out of five yeah i gave it three out of five on letterbox that's so basically the same uh and uh, so yeah let us know what you would give it and what you liked or didn't like about it love to hear in the comment section or on twitter and sean where can people find you uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and TikTok, but de- uh, most definitely YouTube uh, at Lost in the Real. Uh, so check me out. Check out my film and television reviews on Hidden Gems. Uh, hope to see you there. Yeah, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out, and make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That helps so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store, and you can find lots of fun Valentine's uh, inspired designs and a Hallmark inspired designs at the merch store. So please take a look at that. And thanks so much, Sean. This was so much fun. Welcome to the podcast. Hope we have you on again soon. I cannot wait to be back on. This was awesome. Thank you. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Happy Valentine's. Bye, everyone.